Today's episode of Beyond the Rut is sponsored by Capshow, which is the ultimate AI content marketer for entrepreneurs who podcast, vlog, or live stream like yours truly. Stay tuned throughout this episode to discover more ways you can use Capshow for your content. For now, let's get straight into the episode. Welcome to episode 84 of Beyond the Rut, the weekly podcast about inspiring and equipping you to make your own path and live the life you've always dreamed of. I'm one of your hosts, Jerry, and in just a moment, Brennan and I are going to have a conversation around an article we came across by our friend, Sean Albright. Now, if you've been with our show since the beginning, Sean was the original host, and then uh, you know, he, he focused on his writing. He's a good writer. And this article is, an, is one that he wrote titled Drift and Row. And it just inspired us. We got a great conversation going. So here, check it out. Cool. Well, I just came across a blog post from a good friend of ours called Drift and Row. And Drift. He's the drifter, right? The drifter from uh, Fast and Furious. Yeah. <laughs> Second movie that I never saw. Who's that fat guy? <laughs> He is going to kick your butt. <laughs> Can't do it in this audio because he's not in the audio, but exactly. he knows where you live. Uh, we record in a secret place. <laughs> that he might know of. So anyway, what caught my attention in this article, this, this post, Drift and Row, was really in the opening. I'm going to use this on the quote board that I have for Emma. For those uh, of you listening, he's looking at his phone. I'm looking at my phone and I'm about to read to you just the opening little bit. Are you ready? Let's read. All right. Here we go. Uh, so you may drift into bad circumstances, but you will rarely, if ever, drift out of one. You're going to have to row. Drift into debt, row to financial freedom. Drift into obesity, row to health. Drift into addiction, row to sobriety. Drift into relational animosity, row to restoration. Drift and row. So that was the opening to Sean Albright's post. And it's like you also drift into a rut, or I guess you kind of get into a rut. So then how how do you row out of it? And that's what this show's about. Can you row out of a rut? I think you just walk out of it eventually. Probably got to jump out, <laughs> dig out, drive out. I don't know if you can row out. You could try. <laughs> in a kayak in the ditch, I guess. Yeah. You know? Or if you're caught in a current, yeah, I guess it's a rut, sort of. Not really. I like that because you, you can. It, it's kind of like we talk about sometime in church world about you know the slow fade. You can yeah. kind of drift into some things. You can fade, you know, people, you're not going to wake up in a hotel room with, you know, a $10,000 worth of cocaine or something. You're going to make small compromises to where you end up someplace like that. Yeah. And so over time uh, you drift into right. that big, you just gotcha. You, Cause I, I kind of compromise with this one friend to hang out with. I kind of compromise where I go and how much I drink or maybe the movies I watch. The next thing I know I'm in that situation. Yeah. It kind of reminds me a little bit about what we were just chatting about before we got on here. Uh, apparently, our vice president uh, got himself uh, some ridicule recently because he talked about his his dinner policy. And, and so people are making fun of that. And I mean, it's a modern society, yet a lot of people don't get what he's trying to do by having such a policy. And that's he's put up such an extreme barrier that he is not going to allow himself to drift into... Right infidelity it's not saying that every woman's out to have him far from that it's you know if he allows himself to have dinner with a woman not his wife eventually there's the opportunity for the next one and the next one and the next one and then before you know it you've made enough compromise that 
you're connecting more with somebody else than, and so it's really a guarding of his heart. Right. And, and a lot of people don't get that. What I find fascinating too is it's about his marriage. He's yeah. not telling you to do it. He's not even saying it's a good idea for anybody else. He's just saying that's what he does. And we become in this society, it's like anything you do, you feel the need to push on people. Mm-hmm. You know, the, this whole attitude of, you know, you have to eat kale. You, you have to save the environment. You, you, you have to, you know, recycle. And it's like, instead of just saying, this is what I do, lead by example. You know, this is what I do. It works out good for me. This is, this is how I save money. You know, when we interviewed Casey Fox and she was talking about this is how I divide up my income. Oh, and yeah, how I 30, save. 30, 30, 10. Right. And there's people that say, you know, this is how I exercise that I don't, I don't go to a gym. I do this or I don't do this. I go to a gym. I, I don't eat here. I eat there. And that's what he's saying. This works for me yeah. and my marriage. I don't care if you do it or not. And, but that is such a good point is he is aware of that drift. You know, mm-hmm. we live near the ocean and we know, and they, they talk about this on the news all the time. When you let your kids go out and swim to be aware of the tide that will pull you to one oh, side yeah. or the other. Next thing you know, your, your car is, you know, like a mile to the left and it was just right there in front of you because yeah. you've just slowly drifted as you've swam. You don't even notice it. You're just being pulled along and then, yeah, before you know it, you're you're way far away and you don't have the power to swim back. Uh, or if, if that rip current takes you out away from It's not quick, shore. like, you know, being pulled by a speedboat or something. It's very, very subtle and you just drift apart. Mm-hmm. And it's any relationship and just like Sean saying in that quote, you know, in your finances, it's like, well, I didn't save money this week, but you know, we'll save next week. Yeah. We're going to go ahead and splurge on this thing this week and we'll catch up next week. And, and, and maybe you do catch up next week, but then two or three weeks from now, you're like, well, let's go and, you know, our son needed shoes. So we went ahead and just bought these and we didn't really save. We didn't pay cash. We used the credit card. You kind of slowly drift in that direction. Yeah. Next thing you know, the year's over and you don't have any money. You know, Christmas doesn't drift up on you it's every year in december you Wait, know, and they, they advertise it like nobody's business but we we hear that all the time it's like oh it's already christmas i can't believe it you know, yeah that's not a drift you might have drifted towards it but christmas didn't drift towards yeah. you and you may have drifted away from saving for christmas or saving for those holidays those big expenses mm-hmm. it that event was always there when you the moment you planned it i guess and that's what we talk about on here all the time like with your job you know, you just kind of drift into this mode of I show up every day. I sit here. I do what I'm told to do. I do what I have to do. And then I get up and I go home. I'm just kind of drifting. I'm not, I'm not pushing a certain direction. And next thing you know, you've, you've spent a year or two at a company and you've not been promoted. Maybe you've just gotten the mediocre raises that everybody gets or mm-hmm. cost of living or maybe no raise. And you're just like, I'm just kind of drifting in my career. You've got to make a decision what you want to do. Yeah. No one's going to come along to you and go, okay, we're anointing you VP or, you know, giving you this new team to lead. That's something you have to do. Yeah. You have to go after it. Now I noticed when he wrote that art, that post, he's talking about drift all in negative connotations. So that was something interesting to me too. Like you don't, I mean, you hear about people who just sort of fall into their niche, their sweet spot. However, is that really the case or were they proactively rowing in a direction and they just found themselves there? Like, do we ever just drift into the sweet spot in life? I think it's possibly possible if you're in the general vicinity of where you want to be. You know, Mm -hmm. I, I eventually want to be a writer. Maybe I could I could 
hang around in that kind of genre and eventually drift into the right spot. But it's pretty rare that you would just drift there. You need to be paddling at some point and riding that current, you know, ride the success of the people that have gone before you listening to podcasts, reading books, uh, learning from experts, mentors, stuff like that. But you need to be pushing that in some way. And uh, uh, interesting, you said, you know, as a negative connotation, maybe you could even say in a positive way, what is something that you could positively drift towards? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. I don't know. I would have just said, no, you drift into bad stuff and you're rowing to good stuff. Right. <laughs> and, and maybe, you know, you could, you could take a sailboat and say, you know, you're still determining the direction of it, but you do take at some point time to just drift and enjoy the, the moment, mm-hmm. live in that moment. So not all drifting is bad, just like not all ruts are bad. Like you had said at one time that, you know, being in a rut, Maybe sounds bad, but maybe you could call it your groove. You're in the groove. You're where you're supposed to be. You don't need something major. You know, no one listening to this that is happy and in the right place and and out of their comfort zone and trying things, risking things is going, I'm not in a rut. I'm in a groove. I'm really trying things. Yeah, if you're really content where you are, right? Right. It's more of a groove. I love that you give me credit for coming up with that phrase. And I really think it was you that had said it. (laughs) And I'll I'll find the episode. I'll share it some way, somehow. But thank you for giving me credit for that. That's funny because I steal everything. I don't know why I'm not stealing. I know, one, but, it's you know, so so funny. It's like uh, Bulgaria. I came up with that idea and then a bunch of people like the country? a country and <laughs> I never got credit for it. We beat Brandon to this. It's written in their documents somewhere, the founding documents. It's a mindset even, you know, when you have like a negative mindset of yourself, you don't think highly of yourself. That's something we've drifted into as well. Or we've let seep into our mind and then we've just kind of gotten there. It Right. You know, people, you know, often ask me, how do I keep such a positive, upbeat attitude about anything? And it's, well, I've, I've worked on it. You know, that if, if you were to look at the events of my life, there's a lot of it there that, you know, people wonder, why didn't you jump off a bridge by now? And like, <laughs> life sucked when you were a kid. And I'm yep. like, well, you know, there were good things. There was this, there was this. And, you know, it shaped me to see the world this way. And I've rode, I guess, I've made that decision and I've made that action to, to look at, life positively and um, you know even being a combat veteran I know so many folks who that that just broke them and you know I didn't not see not see not you weren't in World War II view there we go I did not observe uh, you know things that you know were like frou-frou when I was over there I mean I wore as hell and I saw it and it was just a conscious effort when I got back to, to live life. You mm-hmm. know, it's almost like, almost like, uh, saving pride for Ryan when Captain Miller says, earn this. Right. Yeah. And that's sappy and everything. We're aware <laughs> that not everybody can do that. Maybe there's something you're facing, something you're dealing with and you need help with that. We're not discounting that, but a wide majority of us can choose our attitude. Yeah. And we have a sign that I, I recently put up at the office that just says, you choose the attitude you bring into work today. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's so true. You know, you, the kids go nuts, your car didn't start something's wrong at home you get a phone call right before you walk in and your attitude's immediately bad and you realize you're choosing that maybe they caused it but you're choosing to carry it with you you know instead of saying okay i can't do anything about that so i'm going to choose to have a positive attitude and move forward with this and people with positive attutes are so much more fun to be around now there's there's the annoying ones that are just like (laughs) you know you're driving me crazy with this but 
people who are at least on the positive side, you know, are more fun to be around. And that that's proven every day because all you got to do is be around somebody that says, oh, yeah, this sucks. You know, we got to work all day. We don't have the right tools. Our computer's too slow. This chair's hard. You know, it's too dark in here. It's too cold in here. It's whatever. And, you, and you're around people like that. That just starts to suck the life out of you. Yeah. But if you can stick some positive stuff in there and go, yeah, yeah that's true. But we're indoors. You know, the wind's blowing 20 miles an hour outside. We don't have to deal with that. Yeah. You know, we, we have a, a, a refrigerator and a microwave, so we could bring our lunch, you know, and we could eat here and not have to go outside at all and deal with that. Or we could walk outside and enjoy the sunlight, you know, <laughs> just do something like that. That's what I, in our episode, you know, uh, aggressive optimism. It's yeah. like you've just got to be optimistic. The day's going to turn out good because – Either way, that's the way it's going to go. You can go, you know, my wife's going to be this. My kid's going to do this. My car's not going to start. Chances are some of that stuff's going to happen because yeah. you kind of willed it into existence. Exactly. And you got to train yourself. It's just like, again, referring to Sean's article, you know, to have that positive mindset, to, to take action, to change things for the better, it all comes down to that decision to start rowing, you know, whether it's rowing to change your mindset to find the positive in something or it's to just go get something done that's effort whereas we can easily just drift apart from somebody drift it towards mediocrity drift into a rut like discontent and like man you know yeah life is good but it sucks you know there's a lot of folks we know who they've got a great job they have a family they have a home they have they have security and then deep down inside there's something missing and and you are the one that we're hoping to influence in some way shape or form to to start rowing to start look identifying where that rut is where it exists and find the positive path i guess you can say towards right. the life you really want to have maybe you you're listening to this and you're thinking i don't know where my oars are I don't know how to start rowing. Make again. some. Just make some. Yeah. Grab, grab a couple of sticks and just start doing something. Kick your little brother out in the back of the raft and have him start kicking. There you go. Worked for me. Wait, I've, what? I've got a good friend that, you know, she just recently started trying to get in shape and, and she, she'd kind of drifted away from that. And, uh, I said, you know, you don't have to do everything. You don't have to go to Gold's gym and hire a trainer and do all of this stuff. I said, just start walking. You know, if you just start walking a couple of blocks at night and park further from the front door of your office or your, your place of business, wherever you have to go and just get a little bit, you know, get, get a couple more steps in a day. And then next week, a few more next week, a few more. You don't have to run 10 miles today. Just do something. Mm -hmm. Same thing with your finances or your relationship. You know, my, my spouse and I don't get along. Do one thing, go to McDonald's and get an ice cream cone, you know, sit down with your kid and just say, Hey, what's going on? How, how was school? Whatever. Maybe they, give you one word answers or they ignore you or whatever but you did something you started to row in that direction rather than just say well i know they're not going to talk to me so i'm just not going to knock on the door you got to do something (laughs) you know you recently did something with uh your daughter where you started writing these quotes on the whiteboard and and you know they're all really good quotes but maybe every one of them's not landing on her they're not maybe profoundly changing her life oh yeah but we've had those days you're rowing towards something an overall theme of there's something bigger out there what yeah. you know now is not everything there's other people that are giving you bits of wisdom that she'll never meet 99 percent of these people but they they're planting those seeds because you're rowing in that direction yeah. there's something you made me think about 
the act of rowing, it's not just, you know, one stroke, boom, I'm at my destination. Right. Unless you're like Hercules or something. <laughs> rowing takes repeated strokes at a rhythm to build up that momentum with the boat, to, to build up its own kind of, I don't know what you call it, but they're just kind of like in their slipstream. I'm making stuff up yeah. with, yeah, air now. That's, that's yeah. more of an air term. But in any <laughs> case, it's a repeated action. You got a rhythm with it. You just do it over and over and over and over and over until you get to your destination. And that's the same thing. Whatever we've drifted into, whatever rut we're in, if we want to get out of that rut, it's going to take just something simple, something small, just like your friend who's now starting to you know, attack her health and, and get healthier. It's not running a marathon on the first day. Right. It's doing something simple today, then doing something tomorrow, then the day after the day after, the day after. And when she builds that rhythm of getting out and getting active, before you know it, she's making gains. She's getting closer to the destination she wants. And it's that repeated, consistent rhythm. And it's, just, it's a theme I came across at work. I'm like, rhythm, I like it. It's the and same it's, simple thing every day. It's constant, too. You can't row for like 20 minutes and then just sit there. Yeah. You're going to start to drift again. You've got to keep going. Yes. You know, so, so that takes mentors. That takes motivators. It takes encouragers. You've got to surround yourself with people. One of my good friends, uh, they basically about five or six of these women got together and started just going to one of the local high schools and they, they walked to track together. And I think now they're, they're more running and there's a, a guy, I think it's their cousin. I'm probably blowing this whole story up, but uh, a nephew or something, he wants to be a personal trainer. He's basically training them for free while he studies to be a personal trainer. Oh, neat. So they all just kind of got together and encourage each other and hold each other accountable. Hey, you got to show up. You know, it's free. There's no excuse. It's six o'clock on whatever, I think a couple of nights a week. And you just show anybody can show up and he basically trains for free because he's learning. So you've got to surround yourself with people who want you to go in that direction yeah. to get to your destination. You can't surround yourself with a bunch of drifters. That's not going to work because they're all sitting. Yeah, you can never save money because, you know, you need like $10,000 to open up a good savings account for all this kind of stuff. It's like, no, you can start with $5. You can yeah. start anywhere. Unless it's a bank that charges you a $15 service fee every month because your balance is too low. Exactly. Then you're losing money. So get go, a different bank if that's Go the to case. Ally Bank. It's all <laughs> online. I don't get a dime from them, but they are great. There you go. Any last words of advice about uh, or around uh, this drifting and rowing? I think another way you can look at it is, are you just sitting still in your mind, but actually you're drifting? Okay. I thought you were going to knock on my binge watching of Netflix. So, okay, we're good. Carry <laughs> and on. <laughs> and, and that's another thing we talk about all the time. We're totally okay with you watching TV, sports, that kind of thing. Okay, you good. Know, laying around, <laughs> get a vacation, take a break. But in your mind, maybe you're thinking, but I'm not really drifting. I'm just sitting here. And when you think about a boat on the water, you're either going in a direction or you're drifting. Mm -hmm. There's no such thing as sitting still on the ocean. You're always moving in one direction yeah. or the other. So maybe you're not doing anything right now, but that means you're drifting in the wrong direction. I want a degree or I want a million dollars or I want to learn this or learn that. You're not going to drift into it. You've got to start paddling and, yeah. and rowing towards that direction. Well, that's a great stopping point. Anyway, Sean. Thank you for writing that article. Very inspirational, very on the nose for many folks out there who just need to hear about this. I mean, if you're not proactively rowing to your destination, you're going to drift into something you don't want. So um, 
Thank Let's you. put that in the show notes. Go see yeah. Sean's blog. Oh, that's definitely going in the show notes. Definitely. Sean's got a good blog. And Sean, you got to write more. Encourage him to hit enter. Yes. <laughs> or uh, it's a publish button. Publish. Okay. Hit yeah. publish. You would know that. He writes a lot. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I would write as much as I should. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so wrong, Jerry. All right. Well, thank you guys very much. If you like what you heard in this episode... Be sure to share us with a friend, a family member, a coworker, or that neighbor across the street. Yes, you haven't met your neighbor across the street. Go do it. Be a good neighbor. And just don't ask me to do the same thing. <laughs> uh, we also have linked Sean's article into our show notes. So just go to beyondtherut.com slash 084 and you'll find the link to his article on Drift and Row. And if you haven't subscribed to his blog, go ahead and do that. And uh, that'll encourage him to write some more. We want to see more stuff come from him. He's just, he writes real, it's raw, it's real manhood. So check it out. And uh, if you haven't subscribed to our show, please go ahead and do that. You can always write into our show, info at beyondtherut.com. You can also call in 361-596-3788. There we go. The last thing we're going to say to you is be sure to get out there, make your own path and live life beyond the rut. Let's go science and technology. Science. You know, T-Rex is now the sensitive lover of the animal kingdom. All right, all right. <laughs> tech crunch. SpaceX reused Falcon 9 rocket nails the landing for a second time. You know, the best thing I love about Cap Show is that they have one of the best communities ever. As a Cap Showian myself, I always get invited to masterminds with industry leaders to get the insights and marketing strategies that take my business to the next level. Plus, they love surprising and delighting us. Go to beyondtherut.com slash capshow, that's C-A-P-S-H-O, and start your 14-day free trial with the Capshow team today and join me inside that community.